and good evening. Are you ready to take another step onto the narrow path? Welcome back. This is a journey to the narrow gate podcast. I'm your host, George William Pazlowski, and let's go for a walk. Welcome back. Today, we're reading from the Holy Gospel according to John, chapter 4, verses 5 through 42. Jesus came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the plot of land that Jacob had given his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. Jesus, tired from his journey, sat down there at the well. It was about noon. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. His disciples had gone into town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How can you, a Jew, Ask me, a Samaritan woman, for a drink, for Jews use nothing in common with Samaritans. Jesus answered her and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who, was, who, was, who is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you do not even have a bucket and the cistern is deep. Where then can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us this cistern and drank from it himself with his children and his flocks? Jesus answered and said to her, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I shall give will never thirst. The water I shall give will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I may not be thirsty or have to keep coming here to draw water. Jesus said to her, Call your husband and come back. The woman answered and said to him, I do not have a husband. Jesus answered her, You are right in saying, I do not have a husband. For you have had five husbands, and the one you have now is not your husband. What you have said is true, the woman said to him. Sir, I can see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you people say that that, the place to worship is in Jerusalem. Jesus said to her, Believe me, woman, the hour is coming when you will worship the Father, neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You people worship what you do not understand. We worship what we understand because salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. And indeed, the Father seeks such people to worship Him. God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to Him, I know that the Messiah is coming, the one called Christ. When He comes, He will tell us everything. Jesus said to her, I am He, the one who is speaking with you. At that moment, his disciples returned, and they were amazed that he was talking with a woman. But still no one said, What are you looking for? Or why are you talking to her? The woman left her water jar and went into town and said to the people, Come see a man who told me everything I have done. Could he possibly be the Christ? Then they went out out of the town and came to him. Meanwhile, the disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat. But he said to him, I have food to eat, which you do not know. So the disciples said to him, could someone have brought him something to eat? 
And Jesus said to him, My food is to do the will of the one who sent me and to finish his work. Do you not say in four months the harvest will be here? I tell you, look up and see the fields ripe for harvest. The reaper is already receiving payment and gathering crops for eternal life, so that the sower and the reaper can rejoice together. For here the saying is verified, that the one who sows, or one sows, another reaps. I sent you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done the work, and you are sharing the fruits of their work. Many of the Samaritans of that town began to believe in him because of the word of the woman who testified. He told me everything I have done. When the Samaritans came to him, they invited him to stay with them, and he stayed there for two days. Many more began to believe in him because of his word. And they said to the woman, We no longer believe you because of your word, for we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is truly the Savior of the world. The Gospel of the Lord I just completed a 40-hour fast. This is the second 24-hour-plus fast I've done in my life. The first fast I completed was about a year ago. It was difficult, to say the least. When I finished up, I wanted to eat everything in sight. It kind of negated the purpose of the fast, but I learned a lot in the process. So when I decided to make an attempt to do a 40-hour fast, I knew I'd have my hands full. One, dealing with hunger. Two, the aftermath of hunger, the rebound. I approached things a little differently this time around. I simply asked Jesus to walk with me through it all. After all, we all hunger for something in life. And food has always been a problem for me. And when I was young, some thought I had a tapeworm. I'd eat everything in sight and never gain a pound. Even worse, I ate all the wrong things. I was a fast food junkie. I could scarf down a pizza and Big Macs at an alarming rate. And once I hit my mid-twenties, it began to show. I grew up and I never really learned anything about health and nutrition. And each year I aged, it showed more and more. Little did I know that there was a food industry that was hell-bent on making me addicted to food. And food was my drug. And I abused it to the max. When I chose to make a change, it was due to what I saw in the mirror. I didn't like what I saw or how I felt. But it's a why that carried me through. And it's what's been my driving force ever since. This temple carries the Holy Spirit. It needs to be a strong defend- defender, one that, I can cer- one that I certainly was not. How could I defend against the temptations from the enemy if I couldn't even res- resist a Reese's cup or a soda? Today, Jesus talks about drinking his water so we will not thirst. But we've also read a man does not live on bread alone, but from the word of God. So my theory is, if Jesus could go 40 days without food, I can go 40 hours. And I'm grateful that my kids were there to witness the last 22 hours of it. They got to, exe- or they got to see an example of what it looks like to resist feelings of something. Feelings of hunger make us think that we're going to die if we don't eat. Eventually, that's true, but that would take weeks to happen. 
Our body can easily go a few days without food. But can our mind? As virtually everything else I've overcome in my life, I've put my spirit in charge. Body and mind must surrender to the spirit. If the spirit is willing, everything will follow. I asked Jesus to strengthen me during this time, to be my rock. I had some moments I thought I couldn't make it or I'd cave in. And I had a few moments of being pretty hangry. But like everything else prior, Jesus carried me through. By the time I woke up Saturday morning with about eight hours ago, hunger had started to dissipate. And by the time I made it to the 40-hour mark, I really wasn't even hungry. No, don't get me wrong, I wanted to eat. But I could have went longer. But here's the real glory in all of this. Each time I push the limit of my ability to resist something, my strength has increased. What strengthens me? Jesus. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And this strength grows daily and gives me the ability to show up and do as well. Love God and love others. To be here and share his word. To grow in Christ daily. To never hunger or thirst. Because I know where I'm satisfied. Willpower is simply tapping into the will of the Father. God has shown over and over when his power is present, nothing can stop it. Not even the sins of a woman with five husbands. Our mission, worship God in spirit and truth. Allow the Holy Spirit to lead us by facts, not feelings. Those feelings will deceive us. But Jesus, our spirit can be in charge and lead us to truth. My questions for you today is, what feelings control you? What is the will of God that you are being called to complete? How can you begin to worship in truth in order to begin your mission and purpose in this life? I'm praying for you, and I'm asking for the prayers for everyone here at Narragate, wishing you nothing but love, light, and truth. Thank you for listening to our dad's podcast, A Journey to the Narrow Gate. And if you want to keep receiving the word of God daily, please follow or subscribe and leave a review. Keep listening because God is working all things for good. We love you and we are praying for you.